Hello and welcome to Say When, a geeky podcast, episode 28. D23, a whole lot happened, y'all. Today is Tuesday, the 27th of August, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is 115 days away. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. So, y'all, um, first of all, let me apologize to our listeners in advance if we have any technical difficulties. We've been working through some of them, but we're going we're gonna to power through and hope this works out. That said, how are we doing? Doing great. Um, so I understand we've all been doing a little bit of reading and, um, my book of choice isn't quite as current as yours, but I've been reading the Dharma of Star Wars, uh, uh, by Matthew, I'm probably going to batch his name, uh, botch his name, Bortolon, Bortolon, Uh anyway, Uh um, he practices Buddhism and the book is just fantastic so far. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it compares, you know, Star Wars to Buddhism and okay. very interesting read. So you're saying Star Wars was influenced by Eastern religions such as Buddhism. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Fascinating. Fascinating. Have I heard that I'm before? I'm sure this is I feel, news to everyone. I, f- I feel like I've heard that before <laughs> somewhere. I, I feel like I've heard I don't. I don't know where I've heard that before. <clears throat> anyway, so, yeah, I got a notification today that I had purchased Black Spire, and it was waiting for me on my Kindle, and Frankie... You had what? I've I've got a hard copy. I walked home from I walked in from work, you know, up the front steps, and there sitting on the front steps is uh, my Amazon package. Yeah. A book. I, I you know I'm old school. I, I like a hard copy. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Me too. Um, mine actually came through on my Kindle, and so Frankie and I neither of neither of us have had a chance to actually read our book because it just came in today, and. I don't know about you, Frankie, but I'm still trying to absorb everything that came out of D23. So, <laughs> um, Black Spire hadn't been opened yet. Yeah. No, no, I read the back jacket. Yeah, yeah. That was it, as I you know. Well, um, just on a personal note, I it's back to school time. And so, when you've got little ones, it's kind of crazy and... And the school's always calling, and then there's this open house and that open house, and it's just like, I can't wait for things to kind of settle down. Melissa, your you, back-to-school stuff is no stress, but... No, no, I have nothing urgent going on at the moment. Um, my biggest concern at this moment is heading up to Georgia this weekend, where we were all supposed to be going um, to attend at least one day of Dragon Con. Oh, how fun. So, um, Saturday I'll be heading up there with a couple of friends and I'm super psyched about, um, this awesome Star Wars panel, day of panels that they're going to have. And I plan on sitting in on some of those and a couple of other things. Are you dressing up? No, I'll probably just wear Star Wars t-shirt. I didn't, um, I didn't put in enough time to put together a costume so okay so it's important to us that you absorb everything from these panels and report back accordingly just so you absolutely know. will do are okay. you going to live stream any while you're there i might you yeah. could you could definitely live tweet yeah you could live tweet i might do know. some facebook lives or something yeah um yeah this weekend yeah. i'm going to be 
on the lake. <laughs> oh, how awful. It's terrible, I know. <laughs> it's terrible sitting on a pontoon boat getting too much sun. I know. I'm terrible. We've already planned the meals. You know how my family does. We've already yes. planned the meals. <laughs> Well, you'll be missing the Dragon Con Parade, which is heavily laden with uh, Star Wars characters. I feel um, I feel jealousy. I feel jealousy. I should. freely it's pretty admit awesome, it. and it only happens once a year. So enjoy your time at the lake that you could go to anytime. <laughs> I will. Thank you very much. <laughs> And Frankie, back to school for you this year is particularly hectic. Yes. Yes, I um, as as you two know, I've taken uh, I took a few years off to be a stay at home dad. I've been back to work, you know, as a preschool teacher and as teacher assistant. But now I'm going back as back as a full time teacher again. So I've had I'm going to be finishing my second week of work during one of those weeks. Like the last two weekends, my wife and kids were out of town. So I didn't really feel like, oh, hey, look, you've been gone these last two weekends. I'm going to be gone. The three weekends of being completely gone was not going to cut it. However, I am getting away for a few hours on Saturday to spend time with a high school buddy that we've mentioned from time to time. I'm going to be in Charlotte for a little bit to see cool. Carolina versus Carolina. Go Carolina. Um. <laughs> That's right. South Carolina against North Carolina and Charlotte. Mm -hmm. So um, nice. Nice. So and I don't of course know. you're going to be pulling for the right Carolina. I will be pulling for the right Carolina. Um, so Paul, Paul's going to meet me. Um, nice. And I don't know if you guys, we've always talked about downtown Mike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've heard he lives there. Really? Oh. So you're going to hunt him down? I'm going to do my best. Nice. I hope you guys get to see each other and please tell him we miss him. Yes, so. we do. Um, speaking of Carolina, um, I got an email at my work saying that we got discount tickets. State employees got discount tickets to a few games at the stadium. And so... My girls are going to get to go to their very first game at Carolina in November. Really? Oh. Yes, yes. That's We're awesome. going to the Vandy game. So hopefully it'll be a good time and we'll get to do Sandstorm in the stadium. And it's really cool because the section that we're going to be in is like right under the press box, which is nice. really nice. And so the sun will not be in our eyes because it's almost inevitably going to be a noon game. Because if you've looked at our schedule this year, it, it's not enviable. It's the hardest schedule in the, South Carolina's got the toughest schedule in the nation. Yes. So, so I'm going to hope that that's a good day. And, uh, I, I'm thinking that it's probably going to be a noon game or a three o'clock game where we would have the sun right in our eyes if we were on the other side of the stadium. So we're going to have the sun at our backs, which is good. So hopefully, hopefully my girls will like it and I'll be making Carolina fans for life. We'll see. <laughs> we'll nice. see. So, all right. So, um, as we've alluded to, this past weekend was D23, and initially with this podcast, we had thought to talk a bit about the movies, Revenge of the Sith and Solo, but D23 happened, and that made us scrap our plans to talk about those two movies and to talk about all the wonderful, interesting, exciting news that came out of D23. So... Frankie, 
you want to talk to us about how you're feeling about this whole Obi-Wan series being announced? I am so excited about the Obi-Wan. It's, um, because it, 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 like a lot of times, you know, some of the things I, I think they explore, they, they create new characters and things like that. Mm-hmm. When they still have so many, like I, I said before, they have characters, they can just, you know, just, you know give us more depth on those on those characters. And I think Obi-Wan, you know, is a perfect character to do that. You know, mm-hmm. there was a big gap between, you know, between, you know, Sith and New Hope. So mm-hmm. I would love to see mm-hmm. and so I'd love to see what he does, you know, mm-hmm. what, what's going through his head, you know. Well, you know, I, I was tossing some shade at old Yoda. Um, before yeah, before we, we started. Before we started <laughs> recording. But I did... One one of the things about Obi-Wan is that, you know, he's sort of got a task. He's watching over Luke. But that doesn't mean he can't leave Tatooine, right? He can he can leave Tatooine and come back, you know, for a week or so at a time. Do you what do you think is gonna happen there? I mean, do you think that that's how they're that's how they're gonna play it? That he has a mission, he has to go somewhere? What do you think is gonna happen there? Any ideas? Or had you thought to speculate on how they're going to address this series? Um, I don't know. I, 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 one of the things I wondered about is because I, I don't know if you've ever watched the clip from Rebels where Darth Maul and Obi-Wan re-battle. Yes, and, yes, and, and he kills him and again. And it's not close. It's not close how much, how quick Obi-Wan kills him the second time. Really? Yeah, it is not a close fight at all. Like, it's, you know, four, ba- you know, it's, you know, where it was this epic battle before we took two to take out, you know, it really shows you how much... You know, you would think if both of them have been growing in the force, you know, each Obi-Wan is so, destroys him so quickly. It's not close. Yeah, it's just like, wow, that was. Anticlimactic. Yeah, that was, it was not anticlimactic. It was, but but then there's a little speech from Darth Maul at the end. So you should watch it. I won't ruin it for you. But if you guys haven't, you know, watched the Darth Maul Rebels, Obi-Wan, you should. It's it's a nice little thing um, to do that. So. Mm Because it actually alludes to Luke too in that. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I would, I would. Part of me wants, like, part of me wants to see, like, a live recre- recreation of that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Um, so I don't but, think they'll go that route. Do you? Oh, I don't think they'll go that route. But it's just something I would love to see, like, a mm-hmm. reel of that. Um, and it depends on where they put him age-wise too. Like, I mean, just or should just age Ewan McGregor thirty years. Like, no, like no, but well, he wasn't aged thirty years anyway in a new I mean, but, hope, right? Because he's only twenty. He's only supposed to be twenty years older than he is in Sith. So, I mean, he's realistically only supposed to be fifty, right? Right. I mean, he's not supposed to be that much older. Melissa, what do you think? Are you looking forward to this Obi Wan series on Disney Plus, or what well, are, um, do you have some thoughts on it? I'm excited that Ewan McGregor is going to be playing that part. And um, I don't know that there's anything that's really been released on it other than Mm, they began shooting in 2020. That's really all we know. So everything is pretty much speculation at this point, right? Yeah. So I just want to know what you want. What's your speculation? Um, What I want was to see him playing that part. (laughs) Well, you got your wish. I got my wish. Um, But I, uh, I don't know. I haven't really, 
although I, I'm sure I would enjoy it. And I'm kind of, Frankie had mentioned, you're pretty much definitely going to get. Oh, Disney it's done. Yeah. yeah, it's happening. Uh, I was, yeah. I'm probably going to cancel my Netflix and pick that up because there's just yeah. too many good things um, coming from that. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really have any speculations. I haven't, haven't really thought about it. I heard from a friend of mine in the UK, they're not getting Disney Plus for years, like two years. Oh, I don't know. Because of licensing issues. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Don't worry, the EU will have it a lot sooner, but hey, Brexit. (laughs) Well, like Canada's not getting it either. Oh, really? Really. Okay, did you also hear that Disney Plus hasn't signed an agreement with Amazon, Amazon Fire to stick TV either? Say what now? Exactly. So, like, right, they've signed a deal with Roku, but they haven't signed a deal. Like, uh, the last time I read was just a few days ago. You know, you know how do, how do you stream? They had not signed a deal with Amazon to stream through Amazon. Now, don't get me wrong. Amazon's Fire Stick is the, by far, you know, it has outsold everybody. So, I'm sure Disney is going to get that done, but they haven't gotten it done yet. Well, for the record, my smart TVs don't have to have that Amazon Fire Stick. I can roll without it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'll, just... I'll ditch the Fire Stick if I have to. Right. I mean, yeah. it'll suck, so. but I'll ditch the Fire Stick. Yeah. So, um, sorry, moving around on my chair. I'm sure I'm recording that. Um, you know, with regards to the Obi-Wan series, I am not as emotionally attached to Obi-Wan as a lot of people are, but they've kind of been teasing that something's going to happen. There's going to be an Obi-Wan movie. There's going to be an Obi-Wan series. But one of the things I think that maybe they learned from the solo outing is that it might do better. I think the Obi-Wan might do better as a limited series rather than as a movie. Like, I think Solo might have even been better as a limited series as opposed to a movie. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. you would have, like, ten one-hour episodes for to, to get to know a young Han Solo as opposed to this really super condensed two-and-a-half-hour movie. And, and maybe that would play a little bit better than the big screen. So it, this doesn't really... I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um... I'm looking forward to it, and I'm definitely, I'll definitely get Disney Plus because, because kids and, and because me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's really kind and of a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, I'll have to like look at Netflix real hard and make a decision. You know, what's going to happen there? But yeah, they're going to have to come up with some good content because I've just been enjoying mm-hmm. Amazon Prime more than Netflix lately, and that wasn't okay. always the case. So a couple things on that. So I I read today that if you become a fan of D23, you can go and if you agree to sign, you can go ahead and agree to sign up for Disney Plus. And if you agree to sign up for a three-year contract, it's only like five bucks a month. Wow. Dude, seriously? Yeah, I read that today. Do you have to pay it it all up front or is it $5 a month like build? I don't know. I just, like I said, it was one of those, you know, articles I'm kind of scanning through because I'm just doing my typical Star Wars feed scans and I just read this little bit you know snippet and I'm like all right and I'm and it's it's hard for me to commit to anything for three years but it was it was gonna be like that's under two hundred dollars oh it was like it's gonna be like 160 bucks you know something ridiculous is how much it because it's only eight bucks a month now 
Right. Which is still less than my Netflix. I'm going to, um, I'm going to save, I'm going to say because I'll get rid of, because I also have, I have, you know, Netflix and Sling. Mm-hmm. Netflix and Sling are gone after Disney, after Disney starts. I'll, well, I mean, is it going, is Disney going to include ESPN and all those you're gonna things? You're going to be able to get, you're going to be able to get Disney. But are those plus, add-ons? It's going to still be like 12 bucks a month. It's going to be no more expensive for, uh, for Disney plus Hulu and ESPN package. It's going to be the same price as your $13 Netflix account. Wow. They are going after Netflix. They, I, I don't, <laughs> and see Netflix has a, you know, stock of cash, but Netflix has been bleeding through their cash producing all this content. I, I like you, Melissa, other than Stranger Things, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I watch on Netflix. Hmm. And so. Not me. Like I go back and watch a, a lot of the older net, um, network television stuff on Netflix, like that's just how I watch a lot of that stuff. So I I do I I, wa- I tend to use my Netflix more than I do my Amazon Prime. Although I have watched some Amazon Prime content. That's not to say that I don't watch that at all or don't use it. Speaking of the boys, yeah yeah, um, I saw the first few episodes. I did, and it's it is gritty. Uh, it is right up your alley, Melissa. Yes. Um, Frankie, I, you would really like it. The what? The boys. The boys. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's on Amazon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I want to start. I want to start watching that. I just. Not with the kids. Day. Not with the kids. <laughs> no, 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 no. I started watching it, and I. Um, it just it it's right up to the edge of what I tolerate. Well. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it makes you a little bit uncomfortable? It makes me a smidge uncomfortable, but... I like that. I want to be a little uncomfortable. But that having been said, I can handle it. It's not like over the edge. I, I think I just have to be in the right headspace for it, if that makes sense, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just need to be in the right headspace for it. Like, I can only watch so many episodes of Criminal Minds before I'm like, yep, nope, I've hit my limit. Gotta stop, right? And I've watched several episodes of The Boys, like, right back to back, and I hit my limit, and so I've got to get back to where I'm like, oh yeah, I want to watch this again. But what I saw was quality television. It was just very gritty. Very, very gritty. So, okay. Let's move along to The Mandalorian trailer. Speaking of gritty. Yes. uh, Thoughts? What was it? One of the opening scenes was uh, Stormtroopers' heads on spikes. Very uh, Game of Thronesy, even though I've never yeah. really watched Game of Thrones. So, Melissa, what what are you thinking after you saw that Mandalorian trailer? What were you thinking? Um, another good reason to sign up for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it other than what I saw on the trailer, but it looks pretty exciting, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, the thing that I know, I saw the Stormtrooper helmets, but the thing that really caught my attention was that line, paraphrasing it, being a bounty hunter is complicated. Yeah. Yes. That was, that was intriguing to me. Like that, to me, that was a very intriguing line. Frankie, what about you? Thoughts uh, on that? Same thing. It actually kind of caught me off guard because it's on Disney Plus and there's, mm-hmm. there's heads on spike, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think of Disney as the single parent company. You know, the Kumbaya single parent company, not this net. They don't show, you know, 
you know, even helmets on spikes. You know, it still kind of caught me off guard a little bit. So I'm glad. It looks like Disney might be growing up. They so, have to. Right? I mean. I think Disney's got some adult content when you realize that they own ABC and they own yeah. a lot of stuff. So, I mean. But what it's they just put not... under the Disney umbrella, right? You I know, mean, it's... when you think about. Black how... Cauldron scared me to death. When you think about these childhood fairy tale stories, really and truly a lot of it is adult content. Sally and I were talking about this the other day. Like, to me, these are not, some of these are not children's movies. Cautionary but tales. They are cautionary tales. Um, little Red Riding Hood is 100% a cautionary tale to yeah. little girls about being alone and getting caught alone. Whether it's by a wolf in the woods or, you know, a man. It's a cautionary tale. Like, watch what you do. Uh, for me, The Mandalorian looks like something that is geared towards uh, adult, definitely adult fans, right? And I think it's really geared especially towards some of the original trilogy fans. Because, you know, Gen Xers are the ones that are taking their kids to see the new movies, but they've got some real nostalgia for the original Star Wars. And so they are also wanting to make certain those Gen Xers stay in the umbrella of the Star Wars fandom. And so they're providing them with, you know, bounty hunter content. I mean, it's, I feel like it's aimed square at you, Frankie. You oh, I think it is yeah. Too. I totally so, thought Frankie when I, I saw the trailer. I, I definitely think it's aimed square Frankie. at me. Yeah, yeah, it does. It absolutely screams to me. Yeah, and it's it's not... I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm sure you are. and But here's the thing. I'm okay with it being aimed at you, too. In But it's not aimed at me. And that's totally fine. Like, I'll watch it. I will. I'm certain I will watch it. But I am not hyped for it. It's inadvertently aimed at me, too. But I think I'm kind of an outlier when it comes to... Yes, because you're kind of a dude. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to things that I like to watch. Yeah. 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 You don't consume romance and it shows. <laughs> like when you, when you talk about storytelling and all that stuff, you don't consume romance novels and romantic movies and all that. Women's gazy fiction is not your jam and that's totally fine. <laughs> it's totally Maybe fine. Maybe that's why I have issues <laughs> no <laughs> nah um one thing sorry i'm not gonna give you the googly eyes dude <laughs> but you know what though i really do welcome the mandalorian too because they it looks like to me they are intentionally seeking out more diverse cast members and that's a nice shift. Like I'm starting to see more and more of that within Disney. I mean, I'd like to see more women, but I am starting to see more of that in star Wars, at least diversity within the cast members. So that's, that's good. I think. Um, yeah. And I'm saying that sort of as in isolation, but I'm glad to see it. Okay. Anything else we wanted to add about the Mandalorian? Release date is November 12th. Gotcha. So that's right around the corner. Yeah, something to tide us over. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that's coming out close to them, like the beginning of December, is the, the Rise of Kylo Ren comic. Mm -hmm. And the author of that comic said it's about Ben to Ren, and his story is very tragic. 
Mm. I want... What? His story is tragic. You're telling me well, he's not just a brat? Oh, my God. <laughs> what could it all mean? Okay, all right. So, speaking of Wren, uh, there is the poster, the teaser poster, for the Rise of Skywalker. Gee, who could the Skywalker be? Movie drops. It's I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't people, think it's Palpatine? People are saying that, that Ray must be the Skywalker. And I'm like, what? What? No. 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 There's a Skywalker right there. It's Palpatine. There's a Skywalker on the poster. Because okay. see, wouldn't, in theory, wouldn't Palpatine be like his great grandfather? <laughs> right? If. If he made the metachlorians form, like he's the father because he made the metachlorians form in his and Vader's mama. No. <laughs> right? No. no. You've read that. You read that though. That, that, yeah, that, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. You, <laughs> uh, Shoving. Tell that to Jesus, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. For the record, virgin births are not just. In Ab- that Abrahamic religion, it's it, uh, in Christianity. All right, virgin births show up around the world in different religions. But no, but what I'm just saying is, even if Palpatine, and I'm not convinced that that's, ex- I'm not sure that's exactly what it was meant by that quote. But even if Palpatine did nudge the midichlorians, that doesn't mean that that Anakin is biologically. <laughs> Palpatine's son, and that's so disturbing on so many levels because Palpatine is so horrible, terrible, ugh. But, speaking of Palpatine, if you haven't seen the poster, what are you waiting on, first of all, right? I saw that poster, and I sent it to our group immediately, and I was like, I am vibrating with excitement. Like, before I could even really process it, that it was Palpatine in the background, I had sent it on because I was so excited. So, Melissa, do you want to describe the poster to us, or do you want me to do it? So, we see Ray and Kylo on the remains of some, maybe a... I think it's probably some sort of uh, appendage from the original Death Star, or from the second yeah. Death Star. Yeah, right. Death Star too. yeah. I think that's the implication there. Yeah. They're fighting. Palpatine is, like, leering over them. Um, and what's kind of got a lot of hype right now is the amount of blue mm-hmm. on the poster mm-hmm. being a majority, um, and outshining the red. So there are theories that that's an indicator that the, the light side is going to win the day. So um, what do you think about that, Sally? I, I think that we're going to find that the force wins the day as opposed to the light or the dark side of the force. I think that we're going to find out that the force is not light nor dark. It's just the force. But that having been said, the thing that sort of, one of the things that sort of strikes me about this poster is that Ben is once again, I mean, he's got the high ground, but he's kind of kneeling. Like he's, he's in a slightly lower position to Ray. 
And she's still using what appears to be the Legacy Saber. And I have no reason to think that's not the Legacy Saber at this point. He's still using his janky one that he bled to make after he left Jedi training school. Luke's bad Jedi charter school. And uh, then we've got Palpatine in the background, complete with Sith eyes, which we have not seen since, um, well... When was the last time we actually saw Sith eyes? Was it the was it the prequels? Did we see the Sith eyes in the originals? I don't think we did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we haven't that. actually seen Sith eyes since Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. So right. we're seeing Sith eyes, and for me, it really works that, or to me, it might indicate that Palpatine's ghost or something is tied to that Death Star. And Mm. there's a lot of speculation about this. Like, what are they going after? What are they doing? And there's a lot of speculation. Is this an actual fight? But I would just say, too, about these teaser posters, they are not... I've never seen a teaser poster that's an actual iteration of something that is specifically happening in the movie. Like, you don't see... Like, the TLJ teaser poster is Ray standing there holding the, the sword ab- or the lightsaber above her with with Ben and uh, Luke behind her, which was an amazing poster. Love it. I have it up in my office. But that's not something that specifically happens in that movie, right? The, the poster of Anakin for the Phantom Menace standing there casting the long shadow of Darth Vader is not something that happens specifically in that movie. Uh, One of the things that I did note about this poster that I think makes certain that it's a little different from the fight that will actually happen, and I'm certain that these two are going to have another lightsaber battle, he's got his mask on in this poster. If you Could y'all see that? And the the mask is actually mm-hmm. the repaired version of the mask with the red on it um, that mm-hmm. looks like that Japanese kitsu- kitsuki, is that what it's called? And I have not seen any footage of him actually in the mask except on posters and whatnot. So right. that kind of makes me question if he's actually going to be wearing the mask in the movie or how much he's going to be wearing the mask in the movie or if it's somebody else wearing the mask in the movie. And I think any or all of those questions are valid, and I'll be interested to see the answers to them. So. Well, you know, in a lot of the readings, it does have, uh, like, uh, force objects that I think that's... So, like, as far as, um, like, Vader's mask. Like, if you read the Vader comic, there's a, you know, there's, there's a whole stream where there's, you know, this... He finds this ancient, you know, Sith mask that he gets, gets from Palpatine, sure. and it's got, and he keeps, you know, sticking it on some else's head. And this guy comes, basically, comes back from time. This ancient Sith comes back from time to help teach Vader how to go back and, you know, to, to uh, basically reach the astral plane for. You know. Okay. And so, um, so in this, you know, this this Sith Lord, he his presence lives in that mask, and anytime anybody puts that mask on, he takes over their body. So what you're saying is in Star Wars, at least Legends, it's completely... No, no, no. This is new canon, canon comic. This canon is new comic. Canon comic. Okay. Yeah. So in a canon comic right now, it is absolute canon that Sith can live on in objects. And so for you, it's not a stretch to think that Palpatine's ghost lives in the 
in the wreckage of Death Star 2. Right, right. Like I said, I think they've been definitely laying the groundwork for people who do the reading, who read books or the comics that what's what's going to happen is going to have some groundwork already laid for people. So because they're, they're brilliant, right? Because like I, like I said, I mean, people like who've read the books and the comics are like, oh, yeah, I, you know, they've already had this. this it's this an Easter egg. Yeah, it's an Easter egg for us. It's an Easter egg for me. Right. So I, I like, yeah. So it's the same thing when we get to the trailer that just, you know, the thing with red, red eyed C-3PO. That was from, you know, the solo book. Mm-hmm. Last Shot. Yeah, I remember that so, one. Yeah. That's one of my favorite books from the new canon or from the from Star Wars, actually. Um, okay, well, how did you respond to this poster? I know you, I know when I sent it, you were like, oh, this is awesome. Uh, why? What is it about this poster that you like? What's striking to you about this poster? Um, I find it very visually uh, stimulating and satisfying. It's great seeing the Emperor. Like, I'm hoping, you know, as a final movie... It's going to, you know, it's going to tie all, it ties all, all of it together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of course. You know, the laugh, hearing that laugh when we saw that first trailer was, the, you know, that was awesome. And mm-hmm. then seeing his face and know that he is still, the, the, the Emperor is still, because the Emperor, like, if you think in hindsight, the Emperor just, he, he took down the, the Jedi Order. Yes, and he the Emperor, And he took down the Republic. Yes, he did. You know, he had a couple people, like, helping, but he pretty much, he single-handedly orchestrated that. Yeah, no, he, he, he was he was playing the long game. He was playing the go, and that's and I think what you just said is the key. You know, there's been a, you know all kind of speculation too that not only was he playing the long game with beating the Republic, he was playing the long game with actually dying too. Like he was like he had this plan that like his death was even like he had even envisioned that like. Isn't there like canon evidence that he knew that he was going to die and he was making. Plant didn't he have like a contingency plan and all that well, stuff? That was, that was if you remember the um oh the the, the, the book uh, Empire's End. Okay, so the Empire Remember that's the, the whole, yeah that the ties Emperor, in Thrawn. Yeah, that ties yep. in Thrawn, and that's one of the things like the you know, the other Thrawn book that came out too. So like they were trying to find it because Thrawn was outside of the uh, the galaxy. He was from mm-hmm. you know just out past past the wilds of space. Yeah, wild space. Yeah. Yeah. So he was from past that, and you know, Throne came from there, running away from an evil, greater, even greater evil. So, right. The thought was that the Emperor was trying to set up an, an alternate, like, base headquarters there because he knew his empire was going to come to an end. Mm-hmm. That said, I think he was, you know, he, you know, throughout all of it, he's always talked about, you know, living eternally. So, hmm. So I think. It does not would not shock me if he had not you know found a way like a force object he could have installed himself in, maybe go back to the clone like a clone object uh, like you know I've even read speculation that you know, Snoke was really just a clone a clone of the Emperor and his body's de- de- you know the, the evilness of the force is just what's eating his body up and that's why he looks like that. Right. Well, um, the other thing is as a Star Wars fan, does. The notion of the emperor always being behind all this make you feel better about things that are happening or have happened in the sequel trilogy, like Snoke's dying and his death being so quick and relatively easy, Ben falling to the dark side. Does that make a little more sense to you if you know that the emperor is in fact behind it, not necessarily Snoke? Does that sort of change the complexion of? Some of the things that maybe you had not beef with exactly, but maybe beef with vis-a-vis the the sequel trilogy. 
Um, it could. It could. It do, it does depend because I mean, a lot of you know I myself and several people I talked to were upset with the how Snoke was kind of handled. Like he's just like they want more of a backstory, and I would you know I would like more backstory. And if they can just tie in a little bit of that, they could mm. fill that back gap in some. That so. would. But if you know that Snoke was the Emperor's puppet, yeah, that would make sense to me. And like I said, that would that would fill it in instantaneously. Okay, Melissa, I don't recall that you really have the same kinds of like beef with with the Snoke thing. What are you thinking about the return of Palpatine? Or do you have any real thoughts about the return of Palpatine? Yeah, I didn't really have any um, beef with the sequel trilogies like like what you're referring to. Um, it's really making, you know, going back and watching the prequels more mm-hmm. interesting and just seeing what he said and how they might actually tie it in. And, mm-hmm. and I was watching uh, the revenge of the Sith. Like we really need to sit down and just listen mm-hmm. and pay attention and see where that's going. That, that's all I have to work with. I don't read the books, so I don't have as much to work with as you guys do. You know, what, let me, let me the cinematic universe is all yeah. I got. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> but you know what? One of the things that that people, they were sort of putting out the story that George Lucas wasn't really a part of all this. Um, But it's coming out now that he has been a part of this, that he's been a part of the sequel trilogy and the planning of the sequel trilogy. And that's what, it it makes more sense to me now, even, even now, like all of this is making a whole lot more sense to me when I realize that Lucas has had a hand in it when i mean just all of that to me it just makes way more sense and um if pal i think most people can agree that palpatine is like legit bad guy Mm -hmm. right and the way he dies in jedi really is not a super satisfying way for him to die right like i i can i could see where you would have room to think yeah no maybe he isn't actually dead right i mean Mm-hmm. we don't have his body we have vader's body we don't have his body so i just i just find it kind of a interesting i find it interesting um melissa you noted that there's a lot more blue than red right mm-hmm. on this poster so you feel like that indicates that the light side is going to win and i i actually go for balance well i said I would, that's the theory that's yeah. not my theory but that's is, just kind of like out there on the the internet right now so well what is your theory do you have one or did you well when i my theories didn't come from the poster okay Uh, my theories came from the trailer so okay i didn't really get any vibe that screamed one way or the other when i saw the poster because as we know the posters don't necessarily always reveal anything right so Here's um, the other thing. JJ's trailers are notorious for not revealing much. Yeah. So, and I'm, or I'm misdirecting speaking, on purpose. Yeah. I, yeah. Speaking specifically to JJ's trailers, Ryan's trailers. Wow. <laughs> but, um, I, I kind of have to look at JJ's trailers and think, okay, what are you covering up that you're showing us this? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are you hiding, dude? Cause holy crap, you just showed us something crazy. 
So, so do you feel like there's been misdirection? And, and so like, like yes. And all yes, of this. I, do. So, and, and, I feel and like there's been misdirection in the interviews. Um, I feel like there's been misdirection in the trailers. I think we're going to see the trailer, something. The, 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 the clip we just saw, the trailer that just dropped where we saw this. Do you, do you guys want to get into the, that? Now? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we do that, I, I thought we need to clarify exactly what you mean by trailer. Do you mean trailer so, one that dropped at Celebration, or do you mean this most recent footage that dropped at D23? The, the D23, the, I should have said D23, the D23 most footage. recent, the number, the trailer number two. Yeah, I just, uh, but I just wanted to clarify that because yeah, our I'm listeners about, might not. The, the D23, right. the D23 footage that just came out. Mm-hmm. The, um, so that is, like I said, like with the misdirection you brought up during this is the thing. I feel like there's misdirection. And, and so I was wondering what you guys are thinking about that with the, some of the footage we just saw. Okay. Well, let's move on to that. Do we have anything else to say about the poster? If you haven't seen it, you need to find it. Other yeah. than, you yeah. know, look, Kylo look, look is at. kind of on the edge. And mm-hmm. if that has any meaning. Yeah, she could have put it. It's like, you tell said she's on higher ground, but it, it, clearly. No, he's, he's, on on, higher, he's on higher he's, ground. He's on higher ground. He's but on she higher has, ground, but he's also on the edge. She's, yeah. put, she, she's he would not have chose to be at the edge of that. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, his, and his lightsaber is in his left hand. And to my knowledge, he's right-handed. So, and so he's got his hand down, bracing himself. I mean, there's a lot of stuff about this poster that makes me kind of question. Like, I feel like this poster is a gigantic misdirect, frankly. Haven't you seen The Princess Bride? (laughs) Like a million times. I have. Something I know that you do not know. (laughs) That having been said, that having been said, misdirection, as we know, is an important thing. As we learned from The Princess Bride. But but I think this poster is like gigantic misdirect. How's that? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. And I mean, it, I mean, yes, it is a misdirect, but it's also you know, like the palp. It's 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 satisfying too. Yeah. Okay, so the Tross trailer that dropped. Um, yeah, so much stuff. Like, first of all. We should say it starts out with all this footage, like it brings in the other culmination. Yeah, it, it really emphasizes this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Are we thinking this is going to be a long movie? Yeah. Oh, I think I think like I said, we talked previously. I think this is all up on three hours. Just it's. Yeah. And I think Infinity, you know, Marvel showing it can be done. I think Lucasfilm is going to show, you know, if you we can do it too, and yeah. I think they're going to have to. Yeah, it's a long and and I, part of the because I think it's already a long movie it, that is sort of informing a couple of things that I want to talk about with regards to this trailer. Um, but I did just want to note that they're they're emphasizing this is like a culmination of all of it, and the scenes that you see leading up to the the sequel trilogy footage really emphasize the Skywalkers. They emphasize the force and things like this. You don't correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, do we see the death stars exploding or anything like that? So the only thing we see is a bunch of them in space. No, you're talking about about the Imperial Star Destroyers in space, but I'm talking about the previous, the footage from the previous trilogies don't necessarily include, lots of space battles right 
You don't right. see the Death Stars blowing up in the in the footage no. from the OT and the pre- PT. Okay, so the emphasis in the footage from the older trailers is on the Force and the Force storylines, right? On the family, the Skywalkers, right? Yes. Okay, and so they're emphasizing that they're concluding the Skywalker saga, and the last two Skywalkers at this point are Leia, and we see a beautiful shot of Leia, Mm -hmm. and Ben Solo. Those are our Skywalkers, clearly. All right. So, what did y'all want to deal with with this? Do we want to just dive right into the last scene in this sucker, or what? What do we want to do? I mean, that's the standout, right? I mean, what do we see? We see, if we don't want to jump right into it, we see a few things, like... Ray, it looks like she's training, doing some sort of training because there's like a training droid flying it's around. The same words she... over a thousand generations, uh, you know, live inside you. Some of the same words we saw from the first one. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, we see them looking over a city that's celebrating. Yeah, a festival like in you know, a Burning mm-hmm. Man or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see all the. Star Destroyers. We see all those Star Destroyers. Now, that could... I've heard... I'm trying to think where I've heard these... The Dreadnought Fleet? Yeah, but my... Could that be the Emperor's contingency plan? That's the the theory, because remember... So, and that comes from... And the the, Sith Troopers, right? The Sith Troopers that we've seen mock-ups of at, at, at various cons over the last six months, they are apparently loyal to Palpatine, right? They're Palpatines. Yes. So, are they clones that are the contingency plan or what? Do you... Okay, so at the very end of uh, Empire's End, when they're battling, you know, that last final battle, they escape with nothing but children. They were were training children to be... So, they were training these children to be the next coming story. But Hux's dad was training them. Brendel Hux, yep. Yeah, he was training them to be the next generation of stormtroopers. And then, like, several, like, they leap off. They leave, you know, they they escape that last battle. So everybody didn't die in that last battle. All the stormtroopers right. didn't die. And these children storm, these future children stormtroopers that Hux had trained, they, they escape. And they escape into the, you know, wilds of space. And I thought that they become the initial troopers for the First Order. But you're saying no. I'm saying that that, give, that gives the possibility that those actually would have become the, you know, they could have become, they would, because they, you know, Brenda Hawks would have been loyal to the Emperor. And then when, after, you know, his son kills him and he kind of goes off on his own. And they, it could be a split. What if it's both? Like those original stormtroopers would have been older and sent, you know, they would have become the generals and leaders. And well, they would be 20 in, if they're, or they'd be t- less than 30 years old. They'd be Brendel Hux's age. Right. They're, I'm sorry, they'd be Armitage Hux's age. Yeah. Right? And Ben's age. Because Ben, never mind. So they, you know, they could be the first order seeds, or they could have also, or, or both, right? They, but there was definitely surviving remnants who escaped into the wilds of space that were, they were like a new category of stormtrooper. They, you know, the kids killed all the adult stormtroopers out around at the end of the book. Sorry to spoil it for you. 
Well, the book's been out for how many years now? Yeah, yeah. But spoiler, yeah. Spoiler time's up. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, well, I know you didn't like, especially the, the writing got better as the books went, I felt. Okay, I didn't, I, I couldn't finish all three of those books, so. The, the third book's writing was better. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> I know. I didn't make yeah, it. it. Sorry. The, the, um, the third book's writing was better. Yeah. Um, Oof. Okay. All right. So, so those are the things that we see, like, but the uh, main and, thing. And read 3PO's eyes. I don't think oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Lando is one of the premier droid makers in the galaxy and he starts running into trouble. He goes over to Han and is like, dude, this is your fault. And Han's like, wait, what? And so Han has to go off and help Lando deal with this. And basically there's this droid sentience that is, um, that it's really actually disturbing. Like they are, taking parts of Wookiees and adding them on the droids. So you get these droids with Wookiee arms and all this stuff. I mean, it's just like they're, they're these crazy, uh, uh cyborg, cyborg things. Well, organic, or, organic droid combos. And they're not so, they're nothing so polished as I would think as a, as a cyborg would be. Right. Is that fair? They're, they're, they're very, um, uh, I think chop choppy, which is a terrible thing to say, but is they're that, very chop choppy. That really the definition of a cyborg? Yeah, well, it's, it's but, not as clean as you would think. It's not. It's, it's no. It's, it's not, no Terminator. Yeah, it's not cyborg from DC Comics either. It's 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 a Wookiee arm stuck on Cyborg is a arms. being with both organic and bio. Yeah, but you wouldn't but, expect like I would expect the organic parts of these cyborgs to be rotting. Right. A Right, exactly. I mean, it's like Chewbacca's it's like arm randomly stuck on R two D two, right? It's 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 C three PO with not connected and not fed any sort of. Well, it sort of is, but it bizarre. sounds like it stinks. It's twisted. It, it, it they're okay. rotting. They're literally rotting. I mean, it's gross. Okay. Um, so L3's consciousness, like L3 was had, had followed this, and L3 actually had her own contingency. And you should love this, Melissa. I mean, L3 rocks. Like, she winds up kind of saving the day. And there's this message that goes out for the droids to kill their, you know, organic overlords. And one of them actually goes so far as to attempt to kill Ben Solo. And he throw it's like the coffee droid, right? And he, <laughs> and seriously, it's like the coffee serving droid. And Han is notorious for being really rude to droids and all this stuff. And, um, and Ben throws, the two-year-old Ben saves his own life from the coffee droid. And so these droids have gone bad. Like it sends out this message and these droids go bad. And then... L3, like all this is happening at the same time. Then L3's thing comes in. It's been a while since I've read the book, but it was really good. Like you but, should but read it. The, and when they, when they, when they go bad and become killer, their mm. eyes turn red. Yeah. And, and so that's another one of the things. So like, we think that 
So Star well, I don't Wars. Know. But so that, that but to me, to me, like I saw that I saw the red eyes, and I'm sure anybody who's read the last shot book, which I agree with Sally, you should read the book. If you read the last really shot good. book, you instantaneously know, or, or you think. So they've been infiltrated. They well, somebody's it's possible. Taken, they've been given orders. Somebody's taken. Somebody remotely has taken over three PO and given him a kill order. Right. Gotcha. Right. And and they send out. You know, they, they send out the message so the droids don't kill their masters, but it's a near-run thing. You know, nail-biter, it, it's about to happen kind of thing. Such a good book. Like, I can't... I, when I think about the the Star Wars books that I've read, number one is probably Bloodline, and then number two and number three go back and forth between Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and Last Shot. Just depends on the day you catch me. So I'm pretty sure Bloodlines, I have that on Amazon, you know, yeah, on Amazon. Bloodline is important. I need to listen to it. Yeah, I got it whenever I was doing the whole, right before I moved and I was doing all the driving back and forth and I never got around to listening to it. It's important. Okay, so the big thing, the big thing is not, is not Ray throwing her lightsaber like a boomerang. No. No. It is... Ray with a double-bladed lightsaber that happens to be red, and she's mm-hmm. dressed all in black. But it's, a, it's like Darth Maul style, right? It's like a switchblade Darth Maul. It is. It's a really cool it's weapon. A cool weapon, yeah. Uh, but she does not have Sith eyes. No. Even though she kind of looks like a Sith. Um, and also, it looks extremely, like, there's a lot of CGI going on in that, in that shot. It doesn't look real, really. So, okay, okay, so, did you guys okay. think, would you guys think, Mr., go ahead, misdirection, or what do you guys, what are you? Well, I, that- after I thought about it for a little while, I thought maybe this was Palpatine, like, giving her a dream or a vision or something like Mm -hmm. he did with Anakin. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a dream. Okay. Or maybe it's a vision. Um, But my first thought when I saw it was total opposite. My first thought was rise of Skywalker. Ray's gone to the dark side. Um, Kylo has gone to the light (laughs) and, or if that's not the case, um, Ray has joined Kylo and is assisting him, but you know, I know Sally, you're freaking out over that. Like these were the random thoughts that were running through my head. I wish people could see people Sally biting, actually physically <laughs> biting her lips closed, and 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 her hand is over her mouth, like she's like <laughs> there's neck muscles straining. I mean, I just had all kind of thoughts running through my head, and that was like, oh my god, did she go to the dark side? And even in her interview, you know, they were asking her, um, did you go to the dark side? She was like, and I always looked at that, and I was like, did I? It sure looks that way, doesn't it? You know, like, anyway. Go, Sally. Go. I'll yeah, go just, just let loose, Sally. I can tell you're you're in mm-hmm. pain. Sally, you're like, next. Go, Sally. <laughs> That's a nice shade of red you got going on. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't even. Okay. So, 
There are a lot of theories floating around online, and I think <laughs> one of the prevailing theories is it's a vision. I've also uh, read a few threads and theories here and there, and I think the one that I read most recently that sort of goes in the other direction, that this is actually Ray going to the dark, that Palpatine, I think she went for Palpatine has influenced Ray. It was by Ashes for Foxes on Twitter, and she's also on Tumblr, and she's written a lot of metas. Uh, she's uh, one of the co-hosts of the podcast Meta Machina, which... Uh, basically dissects uh, genre fiction from the feminine gaze. And so just, you know, they, they've got a really broad listing base, but they're very interesting. She's very, very articulate, very well thought out. And she actually posed a, a fairly serious, uh, uh, not even fair, a serious argument that Ray actually went to the dark. Now, I, I believe a couple of things. One, I believe that visions in Star Wars come true right true force visions that's what we've true. been taught and yeah. so so I, I believe that the, the other thing is i look at that specific shot melissa and you made the point that it's heavily cgi that it just something it just seems off mm-hmm. and and i i agree with you like it, to me it looks a little bit like the mirror cave like the reflection in the mirror mm-hmm. Um, that we saw in The Last Jedi. And I would prefer not to see that again because we've seen it, right? Let's not see the exact same thing over again. And I, I, I wish I knew who I'd heard it from first, but I do know that I, and I heard this, I heard this from John Boyega, that he was not on set the day they filmed that. If they filmed that in a day, no way is this an extended version of Ray. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. if it's an extended version of Ray, she's going to be in that costume for a week or more. It's not right. going to be a day. And when he says, I wasn't on set the day they filmed that, I, it's, such a, it's such a mundane reason for me to come down on the side of this is not a permanent change on any, um, by any stretch of the imagination. But it is a reason. It's mundane, and I kind of go that route. Narratively speaking, I can see it being something where potentially maybe she's doing it. Well, you to, know, to deceive a deception tap tactic. No, no. I I could see it being something where potentially Ben realizes that that could go that way or she realizes that she could go that way and she backs off of it like she sees herself if she continues down a path and she decides she doesn't want to go that route i don't think that that's a permanent change at all like i could see it being something that she sees or something that ben sees and they realize that's not the way they want to go like this could go either way and what we have heard is that there's a lot of of weird freaky force stuff going on and force like force bond stuff like i could see it being something like that but i don't buy it as they're in each other's heads constantly yes absolutely and And i just don't see yeah i i just had a very I can't. So I can't repeat the thought reaction? I just had because it's rated R. Hmm. 
Hmm? So why were you reacting that way? I was just letting you talk. No, you had a thought. I was just letting you talk. <laughs> I do. I can't see. I can't see Ray going to the. First of all, I didn't see Ray as as going to the dark, and then Kyla going to light. I I could just see. Like that's not You've the way I, to be redeemed forever, Sally. So how could you? But I that? don't see Ray going to the dark, redeeming Ben. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't see that as a way. I don't see that. That's how that works. What I see, honestly, is them both accepting the light and the dark within themselves. And Did that you see being, Anakin going to the dark initially. Yes. We did? Yes, because the first time we met him, he was, like, throwing people around and choking them. Like, she's, saying, and then, she's, saying, she's saying Anakin's the prequels. Well, but see, the thing is, we know how Anakin ends up. So, yes. That, that's I mean, not even what I asked. No, but when I, when I met him, Initially, I knew... Initially. But, 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 but I'm confused, because the first time I met Anakin Skywalker, he's walking down a hall on Leia's ship... The Tanti Four, right? And he's killing people. So I know he's dark. Do you mean the first time I meet Anakin Skywalker, the little cute blonde haired kid from Tatooine? Yeah, yeah during his bath. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you see him a lot before that scene. And you don't necessarily see that he's going to take the path of the dark side. Well, I see it in the second movie. So as far I as I absolutely like, see it in Time in Attack of the Clones. I see it in Attack of the Clones. When he slaughters an entire village of people because he's angry about his mother. Yeah, I see that. But Ray has already given us indications that, you know, she went to the dark side or she was feeling compelled to the dark side in... The, the last you went right to the dark side yeah <laughs> oh my god you went straight to the dark oh my god you explored something feminine about yourself oh my god you went to the dark okay yeah but she yeah she goes and explores the dark side cave sure luke went and explored a dark side cave in in empire but he doesn't go to the dark you have to explore that, right? And so, yeah, she goes there, but she doesn't slaughter an entire village of people like Anakin does. No. Okay, so Anakin actually gives in to the, the worst impulses of his nature. Rey does not, and the Force ensures that she can't. The Force ensures that neither she nor Kylo can kill one another. The Force splits the ground between them, in TFA, she's stalking towards him, and according to the book, there's a voice in her head saying, kill him. And now I think that voice is Palpatine. Mm. Now I think that voice is Palpatine. And the Force says, nah, that ain't happening, and splits them apart. And then, in TLJ, he basically says, marry me. Rule the galaxy with me and ditch this whole thing, right? And we'll create something different and new. And she's like, nah, I don't think so. And they both go after the lightsaber. And the Force splits them apart again. Because hard reset. We got to try this again. You two idiots won't listen. Right? And so now we get to the third iteration of the Ray and Kylo story. 
And I don't think the Force is going to be able to split them apart again. I think they live and die together. Well, I, when I saw that, it's my turn. Yeah, Frankie, <laughs> tell us what you thought. <laughs> I immediately went to Dagobah. That was my first thought. We knew we saw that. I was like, good point. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That maybe it is like her facing herself, like what she would be. That was the worst angel, the worst part of her nature. Okay. Because remember, Luke strikes down Vader and his, you know, his mask goes off. It's really just his face in there. So I think that is her dig of a moment. I think is that like, I think she will have that same moment where like, if I, if, if I do this, I become what I, you know, what I want to destroy. What I, so, yeah. what I don't want to be, I become right. that. Yeah, if I give into the hate, if I give into the anger, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, that was that was you know that's my you know that's why I just uh, when we first discussed this, I said Dagobah, and that's where and because you're right, it doesn't look right. It's not a clear yeah. picture. Something is off about it. Extreme escapist, you know, vis- you know, you know, it's not Dagobah, but to me, is not like a true force vision. Mm-mm, mm-mm, it's not. That's not a force. It's it's more. It's a, a cautionary tale. Right, and I think that's what I view. I view the um. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a really cool getup she's got on. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, um. And it I might be the coolest lightsaber in Star Wars history. A switchblade lightsaber. That might be the coolest lightsaber in Star Wars history, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, bar none. Yeah. Well, like I said, I thought it was a vision or something or a dream. Um, but I have to play devil's advocate because I know there are people out there that are thinking these things that I was just talking about. And it's so much fun to see Sally get worked up. Uh, did, did, did you think Sally bad <laughs> because they're over-sexualizing Ray again because of the black... That is exactly what I thought. I, I didn't that. think that. I didn't think that. <laughs> I'm not I'm stupid. Kidding. I'm but, kidding. But there oh, are people like out. a freaking nun. I mean, okay? there, but there like are. Every, everything was covered. So how can anybody think that? Well, but people, there will be people, people that think that. People think that there. A, a dude on Twitter. I sent it to you. A dude on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, you did. That's why I brought it up. Said, please stop hypersexualizing Ray. And I, I'm like, did you see the same movie I saw? Because unless putting on mascara is hypersexualizing Ray, I don't know what the f you are talking about. Yeah, did you see Padme? I mean, right? Oh my God, Dom outfit much? I mean, come uh, on, like, ble- what? <laughs> yeah, this is Ray is. Definitely Ray's a freaking not. nun. She's a novice yeah. in a convent compared to uh-huh. Padme. Yeah. And in okay. Attack of the Clones. It's just insane to say that they're... Oh, and Leia, slave bikini? Yeah. <laughs> Ray hadn't even touched that le- that level of skin. By how far we've come. Yeah, hypersexualization. Really? She wore a V-neck top that showed no cleavage. That is... Mm-mm. Okay, go ahead, Melissa. No, what were you saying? I'm just, uh, that's a great, that's a great thought, Frankie. And I hadn't thought of that, but that could totally be it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> How much longer do we have to wait, Sally? 115 yeah. days. Why do you ask? Is, so is the 115 <laughs> days, is that to the Thursday or is that to the Friday? Is that the 20th? Because we all know it's going to start up. That is to December 20th. So actually it's 114 days. Yeah. Yeah. I've, so 113 days in a wake up. Yeah. Use military, <laughs> military um, description and a wake up. 
So does everybody have their Fandango alert set when you can buy tickets? Because I, I did I don't that. use That's... Fandango. I do. I, do. I guess I could. Don't they like charge a fee? Yeah, but I, everybody uh, charges a fee, don't they? If you buy tickets online. How do you buy your tickets? Do you straight from the? You go to a person? yeah, yeah, but no, my re- straight from the theater. Yeah, but my it's, Regal app t- sends me to Fandango. Yeah, it's all linked. It. Yeah, yep. my Regal app sends me to Fandango. Now, apparently, Amazon has their thing. That was how we got to see um, the Aquaman. Aquaman early. Yes, mm-hmm. but I have this, so, was that Adam tickets or something like that? Yeah, it was and a that's sub company. Yeah, I haven't got anything else from them either, though. Yeah, but that that still exists, and that's an Amazon thing. So. And before that, I was doing the movie pass thing, which I don't even think they exist anymore. I have no idea. <laughs> no, that went out of business. I'm pretty sure. <sighs> yeah, they couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, there was a that was a horrible business model. It was, but it was great while it lasted. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Melissa was like, I Get got my money's worth pass. in the first couple of months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you doing? Let's go to the movies. <laughs> okay, so there was footage that was not shown wide. And I have only seen it in bootleg version in dark corners of the internet that I will not divulge. And it includes some footage that we've already seen like from from these trailers. But it also includes Ray saying, it's too dangerous, I have to go alone. And she's wearing the white getup that looks like Padme before her shirt got ripped. On G- Is it Geonosis where her shirt got ripped apart? Yep. Okay, so she looks like Padme, which may give credence to a theory that I love that I haven't forced y'all to talk about. Um, and she's talking to Finn and she says, too dangerous, I've got, I've got to go alone. I showed this video footage to my podcast co-host via the webcam. Um, <laughs> so it was very grainy and terrible. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Is she Where is she headed, do you think? Any thoughts on that? To fight. I think she's going to fight Kylo then. Kylo and maybe even Palpatine. I don't know. I, I don't think, think... Yeah, go ahead. I don't necessarily think... It's to fight Kylo. I think it's definitely to meet Kylo. Whether it's whether she's actually playing a fight or not is is up for debate, right? But I think it could easily also be just to explore the Death Star too. Like she's hunting for something, they're looking for something, and they know it's in the Death Star too. And she's like, nobody can go with me. I'm the only one who should go into this because you might not come back out. So I don't necessarily, like, to me, I could see it going either way, but I don't necessarily think it's Kylo that she's headed towards. Yeah, that's a good point. And if it because is... Because if Palpatine does, you know, if his Force ghost is there, then that could be where she just kind of goes through these mm-hmm. visions and mm-hmm. or it's something. just a mental, you know, mind. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Luke had to go into the cave on Dagobah you know by himself, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Right. So... There's that, and then in addition in that footage, you have been in a white room, which just does not go with the First Order aesthetic at all, mm-hmm. right? And there's this chest kind of thing opening up, and there's this dry ice looking um, steam coming out, or whatever, and it's uh, 
Vader's mask. What's left of Vader's mask? Was it similar to was that was the white room because you remember when Vader was in his little chamber and could take his mask off? Mm-hmm. Like a hyperbolic get, chamber or something. Yeah. Was was the chamber that Ben was in? Was it similar to that chamber? No. Mm-mm. Like, no. I can't tell because I, I couldn't so. tell him. Okay, because I couldn't I tell him. I did not like. Okay, so the most recent time I've actually looked at that chamber was in Rogue One, and that was on Mustafar, I guess. But even the ones that I saw in the Empire's. Uh, Imperial Star Destroyers, it didn't, it didn't, it, so it didn't have, it, was it didn't just, remind it was you white. of that. No, it was just white. It was this white on white room and, and this white thing opens up and the Vader's mask kind of lifts out from this cold storage or whatever. So apparently he got it off of, off of, uh, the finalizer or the finalizer now has a white room. Hmm don't know but that really does not go along with what we know the finalizer which is a lot of gray and black and steel and metal which is the first order jam they like their uh and they like red you know pops of color Mm -hmm. so that's important it's important any other thoughts on that just pointing it out to folks no, like I said, I think it ties back into, like I said, the, to the Force objects that is mm-hmm. definitely part of Sith. Mm-hmm. Sith, there's a lot of, um, you know, Sith seem to have a lot more objects in their bag. Would Vader's mask hold Sith? Would be would it be a Sith object? Because he's not a Sith when he dies. I don't know. I can't, you know. Um, That's just pure speculation. I'm like... Just a thought. But but could it have, because he, he does, you know, take this mask off of me so I can see with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. So would there be, like, you know, I don't understand all of how the Sith objects work. But, you know, could there be residual darkness in that mask? Not necessarily Vader, but could there just be, because there is things that talk about just like some objects. And then when you read the uh, Cantu um, Bites thing, there's Sith objects that that have just hold evil. Mm-hmm. They hold darkness, and so maybe his mm-hmm. mask. You know, even though Vader takes the mask off at the end, it, the helmet does it wouldn't still just it, hold even. Wouldn't it be interesting if the Empire, or if the Emperor had imbued evil into that mask to keep Vader evil, like to keep him under his control, like, mm-hmm. like that all part? That'd be interesting. Yeah. No. By the way, not saying that's happening. I'm just saying, yeah. wouldn't that be interesting if it was a further tool? To keep Anakin under control, and every time Anakin did something, you know, evil, it just sort of expounded upon it and made him darker and darker and darker. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? Just as a thought. Y'all, so much happened. So much information yeah. dropped. I'm just... Still processing. Yes. Like, he was so definitely much a master manipulator, so... He being Palpatine? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. So we're going to see and some manipulation game, going yeah. on in this movie, no doubt about mm. it. Oh, and that, and there's one more thing. If if we're talking a really long movie already, do we have time for Ray to truly go to the dark and then come back? Because there's no way Ray goes to the dark and stays there. That I that no, it doesn't. That doesn't happen in this movie. No. no. That doesn't happen in this movie. Did you say that the movie had 134 minutes of music, Sally? 135 already. And in the, someone, I, I want to say it was 
uh, Marie Claire Goulds, but I could be wrong on that. She has the What the Fort po- What the Force podcast, and um, they looked up. I want to say it was her. It could have been someone else, and I feel bad if I just quoted the wrong person. Maybe it was Sky. Maybe it was the. Um, maybe it was Scavengers Horde. Regardless, the soundtracks for um, the last the Last Jedi was something like seventy seven minutes, but the movie was two hours forty minutes long. Mm-hmm. So, the movie was two hundred forty minutes. So. The music alone, and and it's like roughly twice the length of the soundtrack is the length of the movie. So they do have to do some serious cutting if 134 minutes was the length of the soundtrack. I mean, the the indications are this is not a short film. Right. I can't imagine that it will be. Like, watch your watch your drink intake before you go in, because another one of those. Yes. Yeah. Don't even. I mean, I know I'm not getting up. I mean, I'm not getting up, mm-hmm. so. And I'll be irritated if someone has to walk by me. <laughs> like, That's... They will get the death glare. <laughs> yeah. they, try to get, they try to leave the theater in the middle of the movie to go pee. I'll be like, you sit your butt down. But um, That doesn't happen in the the earlier release. It, ha- it tends to happen like a week later when the people that are like, eh. <laughs> Star Wars okay. sounds okay. Some yeah, this Star Wars like a, movie seems like it'd be okay thing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After I've already seen it three or four times, I probably won't mind as much then. I'll be like, hey, it's fine. <laughs> I know what happens next. So, yeah. I, I guess we're going to be working on processing this stuff, but we've got lots of content to look at now. Uh, Frankie and I have the movie or the book black spire to read. So maybe we'll have to report back on what we learn. And there is uh, some indication that this book will help us answer the questions of how the resistance survives between the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker. And apparently it sounds like there's about a year in between, but I don't know that that's been canonically confirmed as yet. And Melissa, you've got the Dharma of Star Wars to talk to us about. So we've got some books. We've got a couple movies we need to discuss. We've got a lot of Star Wars to talk about, believe it or not. Um, Is there anything that we wanted to say? Anything else we wanted to say about all this information we've absorbed? Mm -mm. No, I guess I don't think I can say anymore. Like, I'm just like... I, I want to still process things because I'm I'm figuring there's going to be a couple more leaks of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Maybe yeah. As it, as oh, it does. I would say this. I heard this and I was like, "You have my attention." Um, they've done a lot of press. They did a lot of press at, at D23, and um, a lot of very interesting interviews that they did and. Uh, Good morning, Good morning, America asked Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams, and Daisy Ridley to describe Ray and Ben's relationship in one word. Kathleen Kennedy said complicated. J.J. said desperate. And Daisy said connected. Interesting. Those are very different descriptors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
but desperate and connected. Wow. Tell me more. But they're not going to tell me more. I think Daisy's talking about, like, the whole, um, what do you call it? Like, they're in each other's head. They can. They're force bond. They're force bond. Thank you. Force bond. (laughs) I think she's talking about their force bond. They're connected. Absolutely. Through their Mm -hmm. force bond. Because she mentioned that in one of her interviews. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So there's your connection. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then another I don't think person that means that they're going to be. Another person sh- asked her who's going to be happier: the storm pilot shippers or the Raylo shippers, and her answer was the Raylo shippers. So, you know, well, saying, that's something. <laughs> oh, and Kelly that is something. And Kelly Marie Tran. They asked her what her favorite theme of this movie was. She said redemption. Really. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah, she kind of tried to backpedal after she said it. Like, she took a beat and was like, crap, there's only one person that needs to be redeemed at this point. Unless you're talking about Poe and redeeming Poe for being a... Palpatine needs to be redeemed. He don't want to be redeemed. Yeah, that ain't happening. Wow. He don't want to be redeemed. That was a big... That was a biggie. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't... Cut that. Yeah, I'm surprised we like the men in black didn't come out and erase everybody. <laughs> hey, I mean, even Vanity Fair said that Vanity Fair had a spoiler, and they came back and said, "No, no, 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 that was a misprint. We didn't mean, we didn't mean that." And it was about uh, Kylo Ren fighting the Knights of Ren, and it's like, okay, sure, you didn't mean to say that. Sure, you said that wrong. Okay, so much stuff. I, yeah. <laughs> There's so much stuff, y'all. Mm. I'm overwhelmed. And I just... I guess we'll find out who's right on December 19th. How many days again, Howard? <laughs> 114. 114. To December 19th. If we're talking the official release date, then it's 120. But the reality of the situation is I will probably, I will definitely find out before then <laughs> because I'm going to have to be spoiled for this movie. I won't tell y'all unless you want me to tell you, but I have to be spoiled for this movie because I cannot handle it if I'm not. I will probably go on internet silence like I do right before. Yeah, me too. Like I have already, like just to, just to be able to participate in these podcasts and not look like a complete and total idiot, I have to do some research. But I, I, I like to go in blind. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. I went into TFA blind, like largely blind. I'd seen a few trailers and whatnot, but I had not, I had not interacted with the Phantom at all. I mean, and the entire plot for TFA was out there because making Star Wars got the call sheets. So they spoiled the whole freaking movie, and I didn't know anything about it. So I found out that Kylo Ren was... Han and Leia's son when Snoke said that the droid was on board the Millennium Falcon in the hands of his father, Han Solo. And I was like, say what now? <laughs> That's when I found out that Kylo Ren was, was who he was. And I also know that when I watched that movie, it did not make sense to me. It did not make sense. I mean, I saw that movie four times in the theaters because I was trying to figure it out and I couldn't put my figure on, finger on what was throwing me about it. 
And it took me like a year and a half to figure out what was throwing me about that movie. And when I did, I was like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. Now I know. But it just, yeah. So I did not go into The Last Jedi clean, and I cannot imagine going into Tross clean. I'm because I'm already not, I'm already not clean. I already have a, I already have a lot of. I'm hearing a lot of things, but I'm taking everything with a grain of salt. Everything with a grain of salt. So anyway, anywho. Well, I think that's a wrap. I think it might be. I yeah. think it might be. Um, Frankie, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at GooniFet on mm-hmm. Twitter and on Instagram. I'm trying okay. to do a better job of posting. Okay. You're trying to reach out to your, uh, yeah, reach out to your followers. Wonderful. Yep. And Melissa, where can people find you? Paxi Babe on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Perfect. If you need to get in touch with me, I am Palmetto Blue on Twitter and on Instagram. Although, yeah, I don't ever post anything cool on Instagram. And I just post, you know, other things. And um, I think we're done for the evening. So how would you like to sign out, Melissa? As always. Truth and justice. Frankie? Always carry a towel. And I would remind you, or ask that you remember, that the Force, may the Force be with you. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.